Welcome to a more complete clean with Abmore. These masterclass podcast series are here to train and to provide you with quick tips for the cleaning industry. We welcome your suggestions. Please send your inquiries to marketingteam at abmore.com. Enjoy our podcast with Mike Watt, our Director of Training and New Product Development. Hey friends, hey, welcome back to our Masterclass Series podcast that we put out every second Wednesday, hoping that you are finding merit in what we are producing and communicating. Let's get right into today's discussion. Dispensers and the old adage that there are no free lunches. Okay, you all set me too. Let's get at this. I'm really dating myself here, but I can tell you that I remember precisely when the dispensers started to take hold in our industry. And that goes back over three decades now. Dispensers were quite revolutionary for our industry. Before chemical dispensers came about, we were glug glugging it, you know, a splash here or two splashes here, or if some is good, more is better, right? You get the point. Then along came the dispensers that allowed anyone really to drop a tube into a bottle or a pail, push a button, and voila, mixed chemical, bucket or bottle. I know, right? Exciting stuff. Back then, since no one was actually going to pay for this modern day invention, distributors had to literally give these things away and en masse. What I mean by that is if a facility, let's use a school as an example, had 1500 janitors or 15 rather janitors closets, God, no, not 1500. It was necessary, accentuated with air quotes, necessary to equip all 15 janitor closets. The client really got to pick and choose what dispensers went where, and the distributor was happy because lots and lots of chemicals went into the account at startup to fill all of these dispensers. Cash cow, right? Well, for the initial order, sure, but long-term, perhaps one of the poorest investments ever made. Usually the main janitor closet got a full dispenser, able to provide dilutions for multiple chemicals. Beyond that, satellite dispensers or smaller dispensers meant for one or two products were in less used janitor's closets and on the same floor the custodians were assigned to. That was a must. Um, you can see that the expense started to add up here and with the remote locations using little to no chemicals and remote, I mean remote janitor's closets, the dispensers would sit largely unused, uh, sometimes or maybe even often broken then disconnected from the water source because no one used them. You know, there was a, a good analogy about anger management on uh, on dispensers. Um, not sure why people wanted to take their anger out on them, but often they did. Uh, the distributor would spend an exorbitant amount of time ordering in the dispenser, shipping the dispensers to the location, purchasing ancillary plumbing parts like Y-valves, short hoses, long hoses, courtesy water hose, backflow preventers, water regulators, plastic to mount the dispensers onto the wall so that the wall would not suffer water damage from a leaking dispenser. They would, the, the distributor or the salesperson would meet the dispenser at the facility's location, unbox them all, plumb them out and mount them onto the wall, sometimes even take the competitor's dispenser off the wall and then provide no charge training, sometimes over three shifts, etc. It would be great if uh, 
if you could bring some coffee and donuts along for the training sessions, the manager says, I once spent over three full weeks installing a major Canadian university with dispensers throughout the facility. Actually, it was a great way to get to know the building, that's for sure. But the money that went into it, as far as the dispenser investment for the distributor, was enormous. Because of the sheer amount of dispensers and no real way operationally for a distributor to manage the mass amounts of dispensers that we across uh, multiple facilities, uh, you know, that we put into these multiple facilities, these dispensers became neglected. And in fact, most distributors had no record of where their dispensers were, or should I rephrase that, had no idea where their capital investment was, and if in fact a competitor's product was being put through their dispenser. That's never happened. It was you know, great when a janitorial contractor would win a major piece of business because the chemical sales just went up, but then you got the call when they lost the building to a competitor you know, and that competitor uses your competitor for chemicals. Enough said, right? This free dispenser reality was really starting to affect the bottom line. And uh, the only one who really was benefiting from this was the end user. This eventually changed. And then some of the cost of the chemical was being factored into the cost of the dispenser. So we started to see chemical prices rise appropriately. But not really enough for even a mere or for a decent uh, ROI rather. The idea of no free lunches is, is very apt. I think about cell phones in the same way. Do you remember when you could get a free phone when you took out a three-year option with the provider? That's now a two years for a free upgrade. But do you think somehow the data and cell phone prices would be less if there was no free phone? Thinking of that modern day reference, let's use the ubiquitous Apple phone, designed really to last two years with maximum battery, but then the battery becomes less than desirable. So the upgrade is offered every two years, but did you notice that they aren't exactly free any longer, where they used to be absolutely free? Of course you did. You know, you or someone in your family has one, 52 bucks a month for the 512 gigabyte 12 pro version over 24 months. So that's $1,240 over the term. Yeah, but the full price is $1,860, someone exclaims. Oh, okay. Then the phone is now two thirds price as opposed to free. You know, there it is, folks. No more free lunches. And the data and phone packages still go up. I'll tell you, the cell phone providers got things figured out in this marketplace. This is not where we are you know, in the Jansen industry, but a business is a business and must be run at a profit. You know, the days of giving away free dispensers are gone, and there are still companies who are not charging the distributors for dispensers, but I would tell you that if you're not paying for a dispenser, the price is still there, it's just in the price of the juice, as we affectionately call cleaning chemicals. We've come a long way with dispensers, and there are quite a number of options that are out there. You know, manufacturers are improving technologies all of the time, and the entire industry will benefit from how much better they are getting at this and in the not too distant future. And that's a great thing. Let me end with a quote from Thomas Paine that I believe sums up the entire free lunch idea. 
That which we obtain too easily, we esteem too lightly. It is dearness only which gives everything its value. We need to bring value to this whole dispenser concept. This talk today is offered respectfully and for consideration as part of what we do here at Avmore. Educate is one of our core principles. The more we know, the better we are to take informed decisions and act in a manner that is congruent in our own lives. We are indeed and remain together in all of this. On behalf of the leadership team and my excellent colleagues at Avmore, uh, we are here and we are happy to, uh, to help you in any way that we possibly can. Let me wish you a great day. Please be safe out there. And hey, we'll talk with you again real soon. All the best. Stay tuned for our next Masterclass podcast series for a more complete clean with Avmore. Be sure to subscribe to our social media channels for the latest updates and training videos on YouTube.